Today we read the fourth Aliyah of Parshas Mishpatim, which is short in comparison to the others. It is a prohibition to curse God. It's a prohibition to curse a judge or to curse a leader of your people. We're talking about over here not any leader, specifically a king or the head of the Jewish high court, the Sanhedrin. Hashem says, later on I will command you to give certain gifts to the priests and Kohanim. You must not delay your tax of newly ripened fruit by giving priests their portion of your oil, wine, and grain first, nor may you delay your truma by giving the Levites first. In other words, you have to give it in the correct order. You have to do what was supposed to go first goes first, what goes second goes second. You must present to me the firstborn of your sons, redeem them by giving five shekels to a priest, which we call today a pidyon aben. So must you do with the firstborn of your oxen and your flocks. Give the firstborn ox to the priest. After they're 50 days old, give the firstborn sheep and goats. After they're 30 days old. He says, if you're a priest and you take a firstborn animal from a regular Israelite before the specified time, and you wish to offer it up as a sacrifice, it must remain with its mother for at least seven days and only on the eighth day. You could at least give them some time to bond before you take them. You must be a holy people to me, Anshe Kodesh. Do not eat the flesh of animals that were not ritually slaughtered, nor the animals that were fatally wounded in the field. You must not eat the flesh that was torn off from a live animal by beasts. Just leave the meat, let a dog eat it, but you shouldn't eat it. You must not accept a, uh, accept a false report from someone wishing to slander someone else. If you're a judge, you must not listen to one party's arguments until the other party is also present. You must, join, must not join forces with a wicked person claiming to make false claims and even promising to be a corrupt witness on their behalf. Don't join troublemakers. If you are involved in any dispute and you see that most people are mistaken about the truth, you must not follow the majority to do evil. And in response to defendant's question regarding your stance in this case, you must not, you must not stray from the truth and follow the incorrect majority view. And that, that would cause the perversion of justice. You must state the truth as you see it. And do not be afraid, afraid if your opinion does not go with the majority. Let them bear the responsibility for their views. Do not even try to avoid conflict by declining to voice your opinion. Also, in capital cases tried in court, you must not follow a simple majority. That's not enough. You may follow a majority to do good, to acquit the defendant. If, however, there are two more judges in favor of conviction and they are in the acquittal, you must follow such a majority. In other words, a, a tiny majority is not enough to give somebody capital punishment. You must not show deference to a poor man in a lawsuit. Mediation is mediation and law is law. When it comes to law, you have to be as rigid and strict and be looking for the ultimate truth of the law. And there's no room for compassion to the poor person. You have to find justice. If you come across your enemy's ox or donkey going astray, you must return it to him, even if it means more than once. When you see a donkey belong to a fellow Jew who you hate, 
and this donkey is crunching under the load, you must disregard your hatred <clears throat> and help the person unload the donkey. You must help and never look the other way. And that's a lesson not only about donkeys, but about all help. <clears throat>